KKFN and KKFN HD1 Longline Denver. The 5 o'clock whistle, powered by smart local union nine sheet metal workers. in great shape. He's down like 15 pounds, Russell is. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? What, well, are, what, what do you want? I what do I need to know? One of the things he does well is, you know, a lot of the off-schedule plays. You know, if something breaks down, he can he can escape and then keep a play alive. Uh, he does that extremely well. And obviously, with the shape he's in now, I mean, it, if you're going to do that and run, he was always a threat to run, you know. And uh, so I think that we're kind of seeing that what we were used to um these last two weeks has been have been really good for him I mean, he's really been on point i heard about it. i want to talk i mean a little bit about this 15 pounds i keep hearing about coach brought it up why did you slim down that's a lot of weight well i'm just trying to uh be as lean as possible quick as possible I'm trying to uh you know stay in my younger days Are as we long gonna as, run? as possible yeah you know so i i feel great you know i've uh you know i've, I've done a, a whole change on the kind of my my uh, timing of when I eat and all that kind of stuff. So I've been doing a lot of intermittent fasting and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, good for you, Russ, man. I mean, it's, it's not cool. an easy commitment to make. I think I think this is as human as he has sounded in a long time. Good for Kay for asking good questions. Good for Russ for being honest, even though I'm sure he was not thrilled to ha- have the number put out there on the street. Probably caught him off guard. I'm sure he did, especially when Kay says I've been hearing about it. Literally nobody's been talking about it except for Sean Payne like 10 seconds before she interviewed Russell Wilson. Right. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. I've been hearing about this 15 pounds. I think she yeah, meant like... Sean, I like five, she, five seconds ago. I think she meant like I've been hearing about you having lost a lot of weight. And now I happen to have the you know the actual number from your coach. Yeah, but Kay, I'm gonna guess and you know, didn't check, know that. Yeah, check, check my, your DMs. Check my DMs. She slide you. She slide right back. Yeah, no. Mm. Um, so just a so, bit outside. So the whole thing is kind of funny, and uh, that's Sean Payton. That's who he is. You know, he just kind of you know pew 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 shoots from the hip. You know, he's he's gonna say things to. He loves the national media. Ain't no doubt about it. Sean loves the national media attention. <laughs> it's also our natural interest about new faces and in, in you know or old faces and new places. We we're always fascinated with that start of the NBA season, start of the NFL season. Sean Payton will be one of the bigger storylines, certainly for the few weeks of the season, as long as Denver's okay. I just don't know why he put a specific number out there. I just don't even think he thought about it. I, I agree. I don't think he thought about it, but Russ has thought about it. Yeah. And Russ has been asked that question, and it's not the biggest deal in the world. It definitely is not the biggest deal in the world. And I thought Russ handled it beautifully. And I love, see, that is the, he's on a diet. Russ, hey, hey, breaking news, everybody. A guy, in order to lose weight, went on a diet. Film at 11. That is a very human thing to admit. It wasn't good enough last year. Let Russ finish! (laughs) I went on a diet. It's intermittent fasting, which is, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways to lose weight. But that is definitely an effective method, for sure might sound a little kooky it's not it definitely is not and good for us and then he admitted later like you know she asked him another really good question by Kay Adams like well what was what was the food that got you you know and he admitted it was 
mac and cheese, at, you know, which is code for basically sauces and carbs. Do you think mac and cheese was like the craft mac and cheese out of the box? Uh, it's, it's just he was like, hey, if I see mac and cheese out, you know, mac and cheese is everywhere. You got kids. Mm-hmm. You got little kids. Where, where do you not see mac and cheese? Yeah. When chef number one whips up a batch, there's going to be some left over. Do yeah, you happen to want any? But mac and cheese could also be beef stroganoff. It could be, you know, could be pasta primavera. It could be could be a lot of things. You think that's what it was? Russell's well, hooked know, on the pasta primavera? You know what tastes good on noodles? Sauce. And it, guess what? It tastes damn good. And I, I, don't, I don't blame Russ for having, you know, like to eat good food that tastes good. I get it. I get it. Trust me, I get What's it. What's the one you struggle with the most? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a big carb bread sort of thing, and when I was in my you know fighting shape, uh, you know that was fine because I was like you know swimming and running and biking like a crazy person. Right, you burn I mean, it I'm off. back. I'm yeah. I'm I'm up and down, up and down. It's been a struggle my whole life, but I, I'm kind of this crazy all or nothing sort of deal. I'm getting back into the all rather, rather than the nothing. And the nothing. <laughs> but you go back to the nothing, things can. Go haywire really quick. Right. And it's not just diet, too, right? It's diet and the right type of exercise. So I imagine oh, over the it off is, season. It is. But let me tell you, though. Let me tell you. It's a huge part of it. It's like 80% diet. I would agree. You know, so like Russ also said, yeah, I'm working out like three times a day. And that's, 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 that's where Russ can't help himself. That's where he can't help himself. Can I ask you about something you brought up the other day with Chad Brown? Sure. I had it written in my notes. Sure. I noticed that you were telling me last segment that there were some things you were looking forward to seeing play out on the field on Saturday, right? Like, are we, should we be paying attention to Garibaldi? Yes. Right. Okay. So what changed in your mind from when you told Chad you think you're good? You think you don't need to see anything else on Saturday? Oh, well, uh, because I saw some pretty great stuff in practice. So uh, that's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've really, in all honesty, I hadn't really deeply thought about this Garrett Bowles stuff. I saw some written about it a couple days. Okay, interesting. Mace brought it up here. I'm, I'm absorbing other information and what people have said that while we're out there. People are making me bets while we're watching practice if he's going to hold or not. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a strange confluence of things that's all coming together. I know the offensive line hasn't been that hot. So, all right, fine. I got something to watch. That's Garrett Bowles. And Sean Payne has said the starters will play uh, 20 to 30 snaps, something like that. Now, I don't know if Bowles is going to play 20 to 30 because they've been moving him in and out, even on the four reps for the ones and four reps for the twos. He's not even getting all of those four reps. Occasionally, Cam Fleming was coming in for him before the four reps were up. You know there's a lot more, too, right? And I don't mean that condescendingly. I mean, like, this offense still needs to prove that they can operate as an efficient bunch and execute. We saw one drive convert because they converted on fourth down. Now, I think that they stacked some things. We saw the beginning of an offensive identity being formed. And a lot of what we were promised, the, the, the boot game, the play action, running the football on first and second down, we saw some of that. But what we need to see is more poise and more control. It looked a bit like a train wreck. Like, it looked like a what, bit like win? a car crash. Like what? What point? The first two drives. Yeah, it wasn't good. Okay. It wasn't good. Right. But what I'm saying is you need to see them build off of the fourth drive. Do you have to get to fourth down? Yeah, okay. If Judy catches the ball on third down, you probably get a first down there, and you're probably advancing. Well, he might have just scored a touchdown right then. But the other part of it is you also told me that it was against Arizona's twos and threes. You got an opportunity in the first two drives tomorrow night to go out and prove against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And all indications, I believe Stoke and Zach, what was the the woman's name that you had on, Drew? 
uh, Stoke and Jennifer Lee Chan, I think that was her name, from NBC and out there in San Francisco. She was saying that the starters project to play about two drives. So, look, what I would like to see is Denver come out and start quicker. Because one thing we know about the Broncos from 2022 is that the majority of the time they were trailing. Their game script score, which is the average point differential throughout the entire season, was negative 3.36. So if you're constantly trailing by a field goal, it or more than a field goal, rather, it actually changes the way that you approach the game. I'd like to see them get a little bit of a faster start. I think that's important. Okay, I see where you're going. Just be um, ready to go. When the ball is kicked, just be ready to go. And I do not believe, because of the nerves, because listen, it was the first time that they were ready to go against Arizona. Nobody likes attacking the Broncos more than first quarter Twitter hounds. The, 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 the first drive, first quarter Twitter hounds are, they're zeets. Zeets are ridiculous. It's a sensitive subject. You've thrown a zeet out there. Oh, no, they love... Oh my God! So I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm with all due respect. Mm. No offense, Friday. No offense, but making a big deal about a first drive of a football game to me is is a. Uh, but do you see why I said it's it, like an act of futility? Like you're never gonna win because if you get all upset about the first drive, well, what the second drive doesn't mean as much. The third drive is so they score on the third drive, but not on the first drive, and what we're we're upset about the first drive. Well, that's what a lot of people were this week. No kidding, because right. the first Twitter, first quarter Twitter hounds just don't stop. You know, but it's not just screw. It's not just Twitter hounds, though. It's what we've said throughout the. It's what we've said throughout the week on the station. It's, I can't make too big of a deal of it, Matt. If they just go three and out on the first drive and say this is the end of the world, if they put together a ten play second drive, sort of, you know, hey, that looked pretty good. I think that's a good question. So, what happens if they do go three and out on the first drive? I don't care. Like, come back and have a better second drive. Okay. Be well coordinated. Don't get your doors blown off. This is what I'm like saying. you did in Buffalo. This is basically. I, I'll what I'm tell saying. you this: if, if yeah, if they go three and out, and San Fran marches down, scores a touch, and then you go three out again, and San Fran scores another touchdown. Yeah, I'd like to see better than that. Three and out again, and like Buffalo, it's like what was the score in the preseason game in Buffalo last year after one twenty-one nothing? I mean, it was something like that. What were the first quarter stats? against the Bills in the second preseason game. Yeah, they were down at least 17. Okay, I haven't. we should look up the box score of that particular game. I got it, like, off of memory. The quarterbacks for Buffalo were 26-29. Josh Allen had, like, 60 yards and a touchdown, was, like, 7-7. Case Keenum was, like, 16-19. of I want to say Matt Barkley was, like, 7-9. The Bills rushed for over 200 yards, and the Broncos rushed for, like, 32. It was a disaster. They won 45-12. And the Broncos never had a chance. They kicked the ball off, and Buffalo just kept running and running and running and never stopped. And then I, wasn't it the first time that Buffalo punted? Wasn't it until the second half? Like, it was something that crazy. I know when they punted. It was their last drive. It was yeah. fourth and one from the 50. There was no reason for them to punt the ball other than I think they wanted to get a look at their punter. All right. Let's get some work here Ooh, for our I, special teams unit. Was it Sam Martin? Not yet, because I think that Sam was the Martin game yet? that Sam Martin hurt himself playing catch. It was oh, the Buffalo game, okay. if memory serves. Okay. Because but, he was supposed to start, and then Waitman started. We were like, wait, why is Corliss out there? Trust me, being up by a million points with fourth and one in the 50, there are officially zero teams that are really going to punt in a real game in that situation. Yeah, see, I think this is a good early litmus test and a good a good opportunity to get some good work in and build some cohesiveness with the offense. Do you care if they win the game? Not at all. I just care that the first offense looks like, like I said, I, I, it can't look like a car accident. 
Because even in that third drive, there were some moments where you're just like, oh, boy. Like, all right, guys. Like, I, I know it's the first game. Right, let's talk about things that really matter then. We don't care. I don't care about the final score. Me neither. I don't think it builds culture. I think it's a good thing to say. I think it keeps guys on their toes. And I know Sean Payton has had everybody in that building walking on eggshells from the second that he walked in. And that's part of his deal, dude. That is part of his deal. That's how he gets everybody's attention. That's who he is. Okay? I think Coach Prime, very similar. I think Coach Prime has everybody walking on eggshells around there. Yeah, everyone. Everybody. Everyone. And I think Sean Payne's very similar in that regard. And I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to be. It Both organizations, I'll speak a little Canadian. Good. Both organizations. You have a process? Well, I haven't had a process that worked. I mean, what process has existed for either organization? I mean, it's a boot damn time. They straighten it out. It certainly is. Well, I think there's a little of that parcels in there. Because even, you know, it's Coach Prime and Sean Payton and Cowboys and all that stuff. You know what's interesting? What's interesting? You, the fight audio that be, that went really viral to go in a bit of a different direction. Yes. I seen two of y'all walking off over there, and you got a key teammate fighting. What do they do there? What do they do there? No work. What do they do there? Not here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? No, I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. Oh, so that was Tuesday. Okay. Yesterday at practice, there was a wee bit of a skirmish that broke out. The entire offense from the opposite sideline came barreling, and here comes the defense. They had literally, quite literally like 100 kids in a scrum, and Prime is sitting there laughing. Well, guess they got the memo. I heard in that fight a couple of pitchers came in from the bullpen. It was that. That's what happened. It was like that. It was everybody. It was even the media members. Everybody's really? fighting, yeah. Brian Howell. Brian made, Howell. Made a beeline for Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Taking shots of my guy like that. <laughs> Although there may have been... Well, what's your point? My point was is that the message was received and that there is... When you, when you have the respect and the attention of your team, some of that stuff sinks in. And it certainly has. I was just laughing because the message got home and Prime was even laughing about it because literally, if you had a helmet on, you were in a scrap. And again, I tell you this. If you already had a winning culture... Which they didn't. If you had the right process in your organization already... You don't need any of that. It's silly. It really is. Well, it's kind of it goes without saying a lot of that, right? It just kind of comes with the territory. If we have a winning culture, yeah, I'm going to have my teammates back in a fight. I will say, I will think that the whole thing about the Gilligan hats and sunglasses and keep your pads on and all of that is about messages to the guys on the, that are going to play, which includes you know, Rudin being involved with the game for the backups who aren't going to be here or going to be on practice squad or really aren't going to play. So I like that. I actually do like that. But again, you got to go through that because you haven't been winning over the past few years. So this is tough stuff, man. This is tough sledding. And let's see what starting quarterbacks play more than Russell Wilson this weekend. Let's see who gets more reps I think that's in terms a good thing of starters have, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to have your eye on. Mahomes is supposed to play the whole first half. And the only reason I say that is that was reported. All right, but cool. that's what he did last year against the Bears. He played the entire well, this, first half of the this second preseason This would game. be the game because they only have three preseason games. And that third preseason game, don't forget for the Broncos, is going to be preceded by a joint practice with the Rams. 
So, like, you can get a lot out of your system in that joint practice where playing in the game like kind of doesn't matter at all because the intensity level and you can protect your quarterback in those joint practices. You're talking about your final preseason game, man. So, hey, if we can get it out of our system in practice and we don't have to worry about putting our quarterback at risk during the game, I mean, I don't know how much risk you want to put, Russell. This game? Oh, you mean the third game compared to this one? Yeah. This game? This game? No, this one matters, man. It does. You got to get more reps in. And what's interesting is when they get back from Santa Clara, they don't go back out onto the road until Miami in week three. So the Broncos will technically be in Denver for over a calendar month. So there's a ton of time to work at your own facility and get things figured out, but you have to have teaching tape. Like, Sean, that's the other part of it, is Sean Payton needs the film of things to continue to correct. He has to put players that he could depend on, potentially depth, in compromising situations to see how they react and if he can rely on them. Our guy Sam in Wyoming on the Bramaslaw.com text line. What's up, Sam? Which coach will have a winning season first, Dion or Sean Payton? Prime. Next year. Next year. They'll have a winning season next year. For sure. Next year. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Broncos... Hold on. Do you think the Broncos will have a winning season this year? Because that's essentially the question. Mm-hmm. Senior year Shadur will have a winning season. I'm telling you right now. Hate on it if you want. I've seen enough. There you go. Yeah. Couple weeks. Three more Saturdays. You see you guys are in trouble. Go see you. There you go. You played it. So I, fig- I figured whenever I hear that, you just kind of have to join in. Yeah, you uh, can't play it and not get what you got from me. I don't, Sorry. Know, I don't yeah. know why I bothered even asking the question. Well, did you Stanford expect something Wyoming. different? No, I guess I didn't. All right, D-Mac, who has a winning season first? Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. And that's this year? Dion's got... That's a- this. Hold on. Is that this year? It better be this year if, you, if it's going to be Sean Payton. Yeah. Because oh, next year... Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roll up that mighty score, why don't you? We're going to be talking Heisman next year. Well, I actually can't disagree. <laughs> I can't. KJ, you might as well chime in. You're up. You're part of the broadcast. Talk to me, Ken. I, too, am going with the bus. Yeah. Right. We will fight. 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 I love you, CSU fan. I can only imagine how triggered CSU fan be, is in their car it, driving around. It will be Sean Payton who has a winning season. Before. So that happens this year? Not necessarily, my friends. Okay. Mm. I agree with you, D-Mac. I don't, I don't think they'll have a winning You think you're going to roll just into the Big 12 and just uh, rack up seven wins? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, not to mention. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. They got a stable of receivers, and they got a legit dude. They're going to have a winning season next year. So the Broncos better get it done this year. Hey, that fight song's going to be playing a lot this year. Yeah, a lot of points. You bet your ass it will be. Good point, KJ. What a wonderful addition. (sighs) 
What are your expectations for the Broncos this year, DMAC? Have they changed since before training camp? Yeah, they've gone down a little bit. Yes, they have gone down a little and bit. I, unfortunately, I think the Tim Patrick injury loses them a game or maybe even two. It's a big it's, one. It's He's their most one. consistent, most versatile offensive weapon, and they lost it. Well, and I... Yes, and I'll go along with Mark Schlereth, who said the importance of Tim Patrick in the blocking scheme for the run game is critically important, too. And there is not an obvious person to replace him doing that. <laughs> I've just, when you said that, in my mind, I got an image. I want to say it was a Raider game last year. I can't remember which game last year, but there was a there was a little like bubble screen to Judy where Cortland was supposed to be the dude, mm-hmm. and he just gets blown up, and Judy gets tackled for loss. So, yes. I would agree with Stink. If you're trying to get to the edge on the ground, losing Patrick hurts. So if the if the Buffs finish, just give me a I record. didn't say this year. Me, They're I definitely know. not having a winning it. record this I year. I got you. The Buffs finish this year what? I'll give them 4-8. Yeah, 4-8. You can just okay. put 4-8. The safe. Broncos finish 8-9. Okay. Who's finishing over 500 the next year in 2024? Well, I don't know about the Broncos because if they finish 8-9, I don't four, know if Russ is still here. 4-8. Yeah. Eight I don't know the nine. schedule. I don't know the schedule. It's tough, it's tough to yeah, say. Yeah, we don't know the schedule for either team. Yeah. Uh, okay, just your instincts tell you who. It'll be a winning record. It'll be the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, okay. Sorry. If this was news to you, I apologize. They're like, Shadur's like that. He is. And he's on stage at the Heisman ceremony? I didn't. That was Drew's edition, but it's not without the realm of possibility. I didn't say on stage. I said he might be there. Yeah. Yeah. This is The Drive. On the fan. You're listening to The Drive on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls. Straight masterpieces. I Living it up in the I don't know, bro. Less of a chance than Garrett Bowles being a vet cut. We were having a debate during the break about uh, CU, Dion. I, I think there's dangerous elements. And I'm telling you, you'll and find it at most other programs. It's just not on video. Let me just ask you, man. Okay. With the portal rules. Okay. Yeah. Although Shadur would have to transfer twice and they're different for guys exactly. that transfer twice. You gotta get signed off. Buddy, it ain't right? happening. Deion Sanders, let me run something past you. Deion Sanders gets an SEC offer from Florida State gonna be in the SEC. They just got a new coach, so that ain't happening. Okay. But they might be in the SEC. If they leave the years. ACC, yeah, yeah uh, in a they, couple they, years. Yeah, yeah Mike Norvell's no. not going anywhere. One of the Broncos co, you know, uh, right, let me put it this minority way. partners. Is and I don't know the coaching, I don't know coaching situation, so maybe oh, I'm wrong no. here. But if Deion Sanders gets an offer from Auburn. That would have happened this offseason, okay. and they went away. Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Play the what if game. I, I, I'm just telling you that Play the what, what, if, what, what if would happen. That wouldn't happen. Well, hey, man, get sensitive. I can't even finish Well, yeah, they just hired Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Give me an SEC school that didn't hire a coach Missouri. last year. Yeah, he ain't, no, he ain't going to Missouri. Okay. There you go. Uh-huh. That's it? That's the only SEC school that's possible for him to go to? I guess Vanderbilt. He ain't going to Vanderbilt <laughs> he ain't either. Going to Vandy. All right. This is the, it's the perfect setup for him. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got Ole you. Ole Miss. Yes, that's exactly where I was going. Ole Let's Miss say Lane. back in Jackson, go back to Mississippi. What I do, what? Lane Kiffin ain't going anywhere. 
Yeah. Lee Kevin gets hit by a truck accidentally in this oh, house. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's say, let's say. Right, that's, that's dark. Wow. Hey, that's too dark. You, you, All right, hey, fine. you're right. Let's say, let's say the higher ups at Ole Miss is tired of these typical eight and fours because that's exactly there what they you do. You're Thank tired you. of eight and four. Thank you, KJ. I am so sick of eight and four. Yes. <laughs> what is this? I mean, yes. So you mean to tell me? Thank you, KJ. I'm so sick of eight and four in the SEC with Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, that would be that would be. Uh, I, I can't even the, the CU. I can't burst the CU bubble. Actually, yet. no. Here, I'll give you one. I can't. Okay, I can't right, burst it. Texas A and M. If they fire Jimbo, if they fire Jimbo, and they have to pay Jimbo a whole. But what is it, what is Jimbo's don't buyout? Don't worry about it. Oh, his buyout's got to be like eighty don't worry, mil. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that, right? Don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the money. We already learned that from CU's athletic director, okay. Rick George. We don't worry about the money. We figure that out. So, it's Texas A and M, dude. Johnny Manziel built them a seven hundred million dollars stadium. What do you think, Prime's? Biggest. Let me just get to my question. Oh, you I didn't really. You asked me ten questions. I figured we already covered it. I couldn't even get to the premise before you cut well, me off. Well, get to the presence. I'll just use Texas A&M. The Whew. Texas A&M offers Deion Sanders a job next year. You think he's staying at CU? Yes. <laughs> do you know what would? What, what, what fairy tale are we living in here? Why is Prime at CU? Prime is at CU because it's the best place for Prime to be to probably jump on the ladder to the SEC. Prime is at CU because he wants to coach his son. That's the reason that Prime is coaching college football. Who do you think the next quarterback would be at A&M? Right, but do you understand? Who would the next quarterback be at A&M? Not Shador, because he probably would be ineligible because he'd be an upperclassman uh, applying for his they'll second transfer. They'll waiver. figure it out. Well, my point is, is that figure it, it makes out. no sense for him to do that. It doesn't. It doesn't set Shador up right. in a position to get to the NFL any it's better than he is here. About what is? It is literally about Shador. It's oh my god. That is why he's coaching. He's said that he wants to coach his kids. He's you, done it his whole life. Are you guys really that blind? Are, are you that blind? Prime's not going to coach much longer. He's almost sixty. He's got serious mobility problems. He is in it okay. for oh, his kids. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's not about the rest of the kids. It's his kids. I'm glad Prime is here. I love the excitement. But if you think this is anything other than about Prime for Prime, you are on. You're on. on, on C- I definitely think blinded that. by your CU love. I actually don't have. Holy, I d- I'm not like that. I'm not like that. You're a little like that. No, I'm just telling you, you what think I it's know. More about his kids than him himself. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because he doesn't want any other coach getting their hands Woo! on Shadur when he's coached Shadur his whole life. He said that before. My man, I believe that. Dude, he Shador would be the starting quarterback no matter where he goes. To. Well aware, but you have to put together a why? whole new staff, why? a whole new roster. So what? He doesn't care about that. Sure he does. And that's why he got so upset the other day. Pat Rooney, Boulder Daily Camera. Uh, I talked to Pat today. Obviously, you're set with Shador at quarterback, but behind, <laughs> behind him, how has the competition? Like that. Obviously, you're set with Shador. Well, who do you want me to play? No, I mean behind him. I'm asking. He's pretty good. Well, you can't. You can't. Look how defensive he got about that. Because this. it's his son. <laughs> so what? There was nothing offensive about that question well, of course not. whatsoever. Right, but that's why he got defensive because he was. He felt like it was triggering the, the sense of you know nepotism and favoritism, which it 
you know, Duh. I mean, yeah, but the tape speaks for itself. I mean, Shador is so obviously the choice that it's ridiculous. I don't know what we're arguing about here. It would never happen. We're arguing about what it really is about with Prime. And it's you're a- saying it's for his kids, and I'm saying Prime is about Prime. It's cool that his kids can come along with him. It's awesome. Why do you think he took he took Shelomai out of school at Jackson and brought her to Colorado? So she could play big-time college basketball. So she could be around him, and he could be around her. Matt, oh, my Lord. When your kids go to college, you go away to college. Right. You don't, you don't babysit. You want to do... Most people don't. Most people don't, but you're assuming that Prime is like your average bear, which he is not, my friend. Okay, but, but Matt, in general, when you want to do the best for your kids, mm-hmm. part of that is getting a sense of independence and doing stuff on their yeah, own. Well, that ship sailed a long time they ago. Get to college, you don't do the best by your kids being a helicopter over your kids while they're in college. You could give them an advantage, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not like just I'm doing this all for my kids. If you're doing it all for your kids, in all honesty, in my opinion, if you really wanted to do the best for your kids, Shadur should go play in the SEC right now. Why? Because it's a better level of competition than CU. Go compete. Go somewhere. Prove yourself. Be independent from your father and get out of the umbrella. More expectation, more pressure, better competition, which makes him look worse. If the goal is to get Shador to the NFL as a first-round draft pick, he ain't leaving. You know what the goal should be, in my opinion, as a father with your kids? Well, it's your opinion, as long as it's you acknowledge that. It's absolutely my opinion okay. as a father of two college kids or a kid who's out of college and a kid who's playing sports in college right now. My goal as a father isn't to get my kid to the NFL or, or Major League Baseball or whatever. My goal as a father is to make sure my kid becomes a, a good, responsible adult. I think that's great the for end. you. You're not a Sanders. No kidding. Just no saying. Kidding. But for you to... I'm not offended by this. I'm a little surprised by it. I legitimately believe Because I don't think there's anything wrong with what Dion's doing. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But to think that he's doing this for his kids and it's not more about him? Absolutely. I just, I, I think okay. that's unequivocal. Uh-huh. Really, I do. Like, I get where you're coming from. KJ, you agree with me or Matt on this one? I'm just curious. Oh, I'm going to agree with you just because at the end of the day, Coach Prime knows that his legacy starts and ends with him. He already has a legacy. What are you talking about? Oh, it starts he, he, and ends he's with not, him. He's not done as that. much as he wants to pass down to his kids, Coach Prime built this. He built this. Okay. So at the end of the day, why put a halt to an elevating um, can I legacy. Ask, all right, great, great point. So, can I ask why you felt like he needed to go be the head coach at an HBCU? Oh, you gotta get your foot in the door, dude. I mean, you gotta do, you gotta get it done somewhere. You know, he you wanted gotta, to be the coach of Shador. He has coached. They have literally Shador and Shiloh I, I, have I, never had another coach I their it. entire lives. I get it. I get it. But he's for sure helicopter. All right. Why didn't Why didn't Shador after his freshman year in the transfer portal where the rules are different just Transfer to a, a higher competitive school. Because he wants to play for his dad. His dad's Deion Sanders. If you want a route to the NFL, who better to show you the way? Uh, how, about, how about Nick Saban? 
How about, I don't know, how about... Uh, Shador wasn't good enough coming out of school. About, how about you go to uh, go to Clemson? They, they've done all right with quarterbacks. Absolutely, I but mean, that's know, my son. I've go to, go, to U, go, go to USC and compete against Caleb Williams. So, you're right. Those, are, so those are great arguments. Those are great arguments. Why would you not go with that argument? Why would you not go there? Why would who not go there? Why would Shador mean? not take that path? I really don't know. Because he wants to play for his dad. Why does he want to play for his dad? Because Deion Sanders is a Hall of Fame player, and he's been there and done that before. Yeah, but he's, he's done it his whole life. All right, hold on. But um, is, is, is it a better path to play for your dad to accomplish your goals rather than play at Clemson? I think it's worked out pretty well so far. <laughs> You're not answering my question. Yeah. Is it a better path? In this to situation, be- yes. Because it's playing with your dad. Do you, if Shador played at a Clemson or in the SEC, the amount of pressure and expectation that would be on him would would be insurmountable. So what? That's life in the fast lane, man. That's that's what it takes to be in the NFL, right? But he's never what done it that did, way. What pressure did Trevor? Well, whose fault is that? I don't know if it's will, anyone's will fault. Will his dad follow him to the NFL? Yeah, what are you talking about, No, Matt? No, is because he, his job's done, but, man. But, but, Matt, that's KJ's asking a very good question. Right. Because that's what you're actually implying. But it's not that keep, he wants to be his son's coach the entire so time. What, what age is an, a young adult capable of playing and being responsible for himself rather than being connected to his dad? Shador could go anywhere and play for anybody. Give me the age that you finally are good enough or whatever, secure enough to go play for somebody else besides your dad because you're saying it's so critical to play with your dad. I'm not saying it's so critical. I'm you saying are. that's why. You I'm saying would, that's literally why they're doing You're saying that's – you literally said – that's a better way to get to the NFL than go to play at Clemson. I actually think it is. He has more opportunity, and he has more freedom to fail. <laughs> All right. If you fail at Clemson, 20, what happens? 20, if, what yeah. happens if he fails at Clemson? Guess what, Matt? He gets that's, benched. That's like, the next kid. That's the way it goes. Right. Be better than the next kid. Well, what? if you have a chance to cheat the system and you have a <laughs> chance to rig it, why not try it if it's the best opportunity for your son? But oh. that's not going to work at the next level, man. What's, uh, what does it matter? He got him there. And then from there on out, it's on him. I know that's the point. But why it can't be that way right now? Why what can't be that well, way? Why can't... He's enjoying it. That's why. He, I'm just telling you, that's, that's why. That's fine. That's fine. All I'm saying is the fruits of of Coach Prime's labor, when it comes to his kids, at some point, they're going to run out. You've got to be able to start to think in your mind, like, I love my parents, but l- let me frame it this way. That's why kids go off to college in the first place exactly. is because they kind of want to create their own d- independence. He's not your Absolutely. average kid. He's not me. You know, who's going out on Friday nights and strapping Edward, you know, 40s to my hands and playing Edward 40 hands. All right, we got to take a quick break. Our guy Scrappy Will, we can get his two cents on that. Scrap, get in here. I look look forward to that. This is the drive on the fan. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. Holy cow. I wasn't ready for the gun show by Jake Shapiro. What the heck is there going on? Hey, I mean, come on, man. I, I biked in here. I wanted to see you for a few minutes, so I didn't change yet. Some guys can wear basketball shirts, and some guys should put T-shirts on. <laughs> but uh, it's good seeing you. Hey, you too, just got paid, you know? Friday night. Money in my pocket. 
I'm party hunting. All right. We're going to see you singlet, Jay, Jay Shapiro. And Will Peterson is here, proudly representing the... Yeah, my fire just got stolen. Universal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that> was, uh, <laughs> the thunder. Off, off the top rope. All right. Uh, did you hear our conversation as, as you're coming in? I, I hope maybe. maybe. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. He's on his bike. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, can I just ask him a question unsolicited then? And it will not be biased, I promise. Why is Coach Prime at Colorado? Because he had nowhere else to go. Is Coach Prime at Colorado because... He could have stayed at Jackson. Well, I mean, D1-wise, like FBS. Let me ask it quick because we don't have tons of time. Is he at Colorado more because of his kids or because of himself? Like why he's there currently? Um, I would say for his kids, most primarily, to to give Shadur Sanders the best chance possible to get to the NFL. Fascinating. Will? Yeah, I think so. Prime's super famous. He's a Hall of Famer. He doesn't need the validation anymore. It's about him leaving his legacy through his his sons and his daughter. Wow, I'm outvoted. KJ, you got you want to chime in on this one real quick? <laughs> you know how I feel. Dion has always been about himself, all right? Okay. And it's not that he doesn't love his kids. Of course. It's just if he has to choose between the legacy he's building and the legacy he's going to leave behind, he's always going to choose his legacy because that thing is always on the rise. My man. Well, we we just got outvoted three to two there, KJ. But uh, but well, at least we're in lockstep as we wrap things up on Friday right. night. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. I think this season's going to be spectacular <laughs> in one of two ways. The, the unanimous reaction on the text line awesome. is that we we are on the proper side of this, but it's okay. Or a spectacular oh, I no, failure. I know. And I'm I'm on the ride either way. Don't you guys feel like it's going to be one of the two extremes? I think oh, it's going to yeah. be oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle, right in the middle ground. I do. So you have four wins, Matt. Something four like to that. five. Yeah. That's my expectation, and it has been the entire time, as long as Shador stays healthy. Okay. I think it's either going to be awesome, and they're going to win eight and shock the world, or they're going to win one. If Deion Sanders got an offer from an SEC school where Shador yes. could play his senior year, would he leave after this year? Yes. Will absolutely. KJ, no doubt. Matt, if what? <laughs> no, no, no. DMAC, watch Texas A&M. Watch Texas A&M. Okay. We brought up A&M as, a, as an example. Oh, M-I-Z, baby. Can well, you- we, already, we already wrote, we, we wrote off Missouri. Do you really we, want we, this? We all agreed he wouldn't be going to Missouri. They're not going anywhere with that current cat. Drink wits or something? <laughs> well, no one's giving you pushback there. Yeah. No one yeah. enjoys Missouri football. Doing his bull cut, rolls out of bed, and wins five games. I'd be ready for prime. No kidding. But I don't think Prime would leave CU for Missouri. SEC? You kidding I, me? I think there's a couple schools that wouldn't make the cut, and I think Missouri's one of them. You gonna play Georgia every year? You don't think he wants to see Shadur go against the Bulldogs? No, no I don't. No, That's why he's at I CU. I actually don't, actually. I think he's fine just being at CU for that one. You know, you become a first-round pick, beat Georgia. Look what Johnny Football did. Second he went into Bama and won, his stock went through the roof. Is that what you're telling Caleb Williams at USC this year? Play Georgia in the Natty, sure. <laughs> I think Caleb Will is going number one if he plays Utah, Cal, Stanford, Washington State. I think Caleb's just going to be fine. We've D-Mac. seen meteoric rises before by winning the big games against Bama and Georgia. We have. You going to be in Boulder for USC and Boulder this year, DMAC, to see your boy? I am definitely not, but I will watch from afar. With uh, <laughs> I, will, I will wish all of you luck. Because I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll get to any CU games, but I'll watch every single one of them. If I got a pair of tickets for you for Nebraska, are you in Kim Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, 
Yeah, I hate Nebraska. Okay, good. No, all right. I'm like, who likes all Nebraska? Right. So let's end on a good note. Are you then. kidding me? We all hate Nebraska. That's it's right. agreed. Hashtag asunder. Denver Sports Tonight, Scrappy Will, The Gun Show. Coming up next, hey, right hey, here. I Denver figured Sports. out why uh, Kay Adams never got back to us. Why's that? She uh, cheated on us with the morning show this morning. Have a great weekend. <laughs>